Eric and Tony show. I'm Eric. This is Tony. I'm Tony. This is the show. That's yeah. Mark. Hey, hey, Mastermind Mark. Media. The place where this magic will all happen. Engineer extraordinaire. Man of been, many talents. Have you guys been practicing that all entrepreneur, week? Entrepreneur. 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 All right. So something that's been pissing me off that I've been seeing lately for many years, and it bugs the shit out of me. It's fucking people shaving their beards wrong. Mm. All the time. Says the guy with the facial <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm one of the... I see him every day. I, he's the guy. I, he I have a stupid haircut and a stupid, stupid facial hair, but... It's done well. It's done right. Yeah. Even though it looks wrong, it's done right, right? So all the time I see guys, they shave their beards, and they don't go... You, you should go... Like you're cutting your neck off, like you're cutting your head off. Like that's where your beard line is, like there. So if you grow a beard, it goes there, right? Start. No, dude, it should it be starts there. Line. Yeah, speak it for yourself. No. Yeah, I don't yeah. get anything past here. I get a little. I'm yeah. good. I'm still. It's yeah. Tony and yeah, I had you're a bet. You're about 20 years away from getting a full beard, but once you get there, you no, know. you can't have like the 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 fucking like like strap on your thing and and draw your own jawline. It has to be like. It should be here. It should come like wherever your your jaw is. It should come underneath there. It should be no, dude, below your right neck. here. It looks like a belly shirt on your on your fucking Adam's apple. If no, you, not that low. Like your 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 neck, like here. That's it should neck. be where your chin hits the the neck. Right, but most yeah. I see it all the time. People like draw it up on there. Like mm. it's like fucking like. It's unbalanced in yeah, a way. Yeah, it's like a just, comb over for your chin. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. Like, oh, yeah it's not even that because it can grow the hair there. It's just like they just yeah, choose but to, like, to get like, to like, a, like a fat Joe chiseled jaw. Yeah, yeah or something. Like or a, I don't know. Sometimes not. Sometimes I'll see people at, at work all the time. I'm like, how the... F no one fucking told you that that looks you, all you the time. Maybe honest, you, man, I'm, a, I'm a member of the, the clean shave club, right? So mm -hmm. I... I Usually a clean shaven guy, but what blows my mind is you see another guy that's a clean shave and they had the longest nose hairs ever. I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? You're literally face in the mirror with a razor, making sure you're not cut, but you don't notice those hairs that are just sticking yeah. out. Like they're tickling the top top of your lip. That blows my mind. Do you think? Do you think some people are just kind of dated with with it, or is it just a, a lack no, of I think, talent? I think I think they're just unaware of it. Yeah. Like they just never, they just don't know. Like because it's not even a dated thing. It's just like they. Well, that brings us to the next topic. No one was like, hey, dude, dad. like, your beard's all fucked up. Like, no one, like, just pulled him aside and said, hey, like, you know, next time you just learn. I know you didn't have a father in the house, but that's yeah. not how you shave. Well, well, some of us, some of us, it took us 30 years to start even getting a little something, and then it came in red, and we're like, eh. And now, now that it's starting to grow, now it's coming in gray, I'm like, I just got that, here. That was yeah. a big thing for you, Mark. I yeah. remember, like, you, you guys were, you and Tony both were trying to. I still, I, I think I owe him $500. Yeah, owe him. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. bet, what was the bet? The bet was in, like, five you years, five I would have a full beard. As much of a beer that I had at the time. Um, I mean, I, if you're looking at it, mine's a little bit. I think cooler. I, know, I, I got, think Mark's I, winning. No, 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 no. I, I mean, currently, apart from this patch I have here, the rest of this shit. Uh, you kind of have like a Keanu Reeves kind of Keanu like Reeves beard, beard yeah. that you. Grow How so? Out. What it did? It's like not, it's very like patchy. I, it and doesn't I, look like a, I don't have like a good dapper beard. I have like mm. a, hey man, is everything all right? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, you need help your or something? Beard, yeah, it's like your little, beard's yeah. been through some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, the I, pandemic hit everyone hard, but. So is this the same thing for you? you so, <laughs> <laughs> so Eric, you have like a full beard, perfect, yeah, whatever you wanted. I'll sneeze and it just but, comes so, out. So for me, I look at people like you like, damn, I wish I fucking had that. And then, but are you like, yeah, I'm glad I have it. Or are you like, fuck, I have to shave every day. 
See, I don't do the straight razor shave like him because mm-hmm. I get like like the I get like rashes and like zits and stuff or whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. a sha- shaver rash, or I think it's called something like that. It's called so a bitch. So I've literally <laughs> never. I haven't <laughs> zing. <laughs> Got Save him. it for the stage, Tony. <laughs> I I don't. I haven't done like a straight razor shave in probably like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I just do like the lowest of like the beard trimmer, you know, and just do that way. And then I yeah. found out too. My Which grandfather so used to do that. You're just talking shit about people being like shitty shavers and stuff, and the lowest guard is like a—it's training wheels for shaving. Like you, I mean, you could really have I know a really how to fun, shave though. Yeah, I know, but you could have a really clean shave. You just got to pull up more. I'm t- dude, you get yourself a nice barber brush and brush. I've done all that. I've done now like the soak in my face, putting the oils okay. on after, and okay. it like just my face and like my neck gets like all rashed out, and I'm just like, eh. and then I'm like. It's just not worth it for me. I literally just take the razor. Sometimes it's like I'll use, I'll, I have my, like my whole process down where I have the beard trimmer and I'll do it like even just like a you half just, now. Just put it on the side and just take a wash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, I don't need you. Put like, your hands. Yeah. And just turn, it turns out it's just dirt. <laughs> but then, so then as it grows out, but, but uh, you'll be surprised what I can do with just a regular razor with when you have the lack of hair on your face. It's kind of like a gone. Yeah. It's like blowing a dandelion. Do you remember in high school when we had that kind of facial hair? Can't have it all, Tony. Can't have it all. But yeah, for the the excessive amount of facial hair that I can grow and all that, the top of my head, not so much. There, I'm just kind of grasping at straws, like just trying to hold on to what I got. Oh, yeah? Yeah. what's What's the game plan there? Uh, the game plan has been using Rogaine for the last 20 years, and this is what happens. This so is, it works. It, it So Rogaine like basically just like puts a pause on the hair that you have and mm. tries to not let it get any worse than it is. So this is like 20 years ago what it started, what it was looking like, and I just kind of hit the pause button on it. So like just, just like kind of Indiana Jones my hair. Like I got the hat right before the door closed kind of a deal. Wow. But in, in case you've never heard this story, we'll share it for our listeners. Eric and I, when we were doing construction, we had the same health insurance. <laughs> and we went to a dermatologist together and had a joint consultation, which is probably not up to code. Probably not doctors. legal. Yeah, probably not legal. But either way, he t- took samples of both of our scalps and came in and was like, you know, Mr. Rustler, you have signs of male pattern baldness. Mr. Klein, you don't. And I'm like, I don't know that you didn't switch the tests. And I'm not going to, like, and I've always thought I was going bald. So I've also been taking Rogaine for the last 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I remember when you guys were before. Yeah, I mean, I, get, I started getting a little thin and, like, thinking, like, whatever. But now, I don't know. I just. No, you got good hair, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's in denial that he has good hair. He's always, like, trying to yeah, do, like, great. like, oh, God, I'm, I'm going bald. And he's talking to a guy with, like, a fucking comb over <laughs> yeah. me and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking, talking to Mr. about, Burns? dude? I'm like, oh, man, it's, it's rough for us guys. Yeah, shit. but you're even, rough like, you're bald guys. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? You have more hair. You're, you're, and your hairline, like, works for you. It's like. But yeah. I finally am I'm old enough to have this hairline. Because I've had the same hairline since I was a teenager and shit. So, like, a 14 Further proof kid, that you're not, like, going no, bald. No, I know. But it's just, like, I, I think there's, like, and also, too, man, it's, it's funny with, like, you know trick photography and filters and shit like sometimes i'll see a picture I'm like my hair was so fucking thick then i'm like no nah, it's a fuck it's the lighting and just you know, your brother's got yeah. thick hair too my brother does have thick hair and not to mention when, when we look at a picture we look at the whole thing but when you look at your picture of yourself you're like oh shit look at this all thin it's yeah. like no everybody else is looking at the whole thing all i look at my pictures is like god the bags in my eyes are huge and i'm going bald that's yeah. it it's the only thing waistline I'm yeah 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 <laughs> waistline doesn't it's always the same gray hairs are new 
That's a new thing. The oh, past yeah? like five years. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I like it. I think gray hair is cool as fuck. I, I have a funny video I want to do because like my first like patch is like right here. If you yeah. guys can see it, the, the, the little cluster. And I was gonna I was gonna say like, hey, listen, are you dealing with like a cluster like this? This is how you fix it. And then like zoom in on it, and then literally just do my whole head blonde. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to blonde in like two days. Yeah. yeah. Like listen, if you want to get rid of a couple gray hairs, yeah. watch simple fix. It's like <laughs> doing the whole thing. Ta da! Yeah, I, I never you know. know. The gray hair thing is, I mean, and I have it in my beard now too. It's starting to sprout out. And yeah. I'm like, my dad had this cool thing where like for a long time, he just had like a streak on his beard. My, yeah. You got a streak up here, right? Yeah. For, That's yeah. fucking awesome. That's going to be your thing. That's like your Jay Leno streak. Like, yeah, yeah, we're like, we're like, that, we're like I think that's that's when you're really going to pop off. Yeah, I've been waiting for it to come in, you know, just yeah. really set my career off. You know? <laughs> yeah. Boy, really this hair streak. will fucking <laughs> pop. It is kind of like one of those things of like, oh shit, like part of my body's dying. Like... Like, yeah, I mean, so yeah. many men deal with uh, whether it's gray hair or balding. You see all of these different things. If you click on one of them, keeps. You're like, now they're just like, here's oh, another yeah. one, another one, another yeah. one. Hims and that. <laughs> yeah. It's what is it? Mon minoxidil and Propecia are the only clinically proven medical like treatments to actually prevent hair from falling out and mm. and to maybe would you ever shave it, it? would you ever just shave it no i tried to do that one time like long long time ago i think like i was like 20 or something i was like i'll just be like a shaved head guy you know yeah. and that was before i was like even like taking any rogan mm -hmm. and shit and i my head's all fucked up my parents probably dropped me so many times <laughs> that i didn't know about I'm like i have like these dents and shit and like lumps and like <laughs> side of it's funny. like flat and like <laughs> i had to go all weird i had to go cigarette marks stupid kid did you do to me how did this happen i had to go uh i had to shave my head for a uh, commercial um what was it for like capital one or something but i was playing a, a guy that was uh like uh, basic training or something like that or like whatever and I, we were on a, on a beach though however they would do it here not how they would do it in Michigan or Wisconsin yeah. and uh, and they're like you have to shave your head and I was like fuck at first I said no nah, I'm not going to do it and I hung up and I asked my friend I was in Toronto at the time about to fly back and I'm like hey you think I should shave my head for this this thing he's like nah and then he went back to sleep and he gets back up and goes no, why not? Try it. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. And that was like what pushed me over the edge. And then I did it. And then I had like more, this is when I was auditioning all the time. I went and did that commercial. And then uh, all of my auditions, I started getting all these callbacks because I wasn't just like another white dude with hair. Right, I was like right. the guy, I was like the slightly edgy guy. But you have a cool ball. Like if you yeah, shave, you like, you know, head. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I never can, thought I would. And I still, it's still, I'm, I'm used to it now. But I, my favorite, this girl comes up to me one time. She was like, Wow, you look like you have a lot of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, and that's something we yeah. none of us have really tattoos, judging. right? No, none I'm going us. to eventually. But are, you're gonna yeah. do it. You're gonna yeah. pull the trigger. What do you think you're gonna get? I don't know. That's the thing. I just need Some, the like, first one. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do my great grandfather right here. Like his, you have a picture of him with his like draft ticket and stuff. Like okay. my artistic inspiration. Only thing is, we look alike. So it's almost look like me from, the, from yeah. like 1917. Like I had time travel. That's me in the future. <laughs> yeah. I love tattoos and I follow a bunch on like, you know, all the social media platforms and stuff. Cause artists, yeah. you know, I, I think that stuff's so cool and so fascinating how they make something so detailed. Like, and you ever watch it like up close. Yeah. It's like, how is that coming out? So like, it's the, it's the needle too. It's like the fine needle or something like that. Yeah. That's just so dope. But it, but it, like when they're doing it, even the fine needle stuff, all you see is just like ink everywhere. And like, I'm like, how are you even seeing what 
the fuck? And then they rub, doing? yeah, they, yeah, they, rub, they rub it. And it's like, oh. perfect. I'm like, that's. But crazy. so you're you're against getting tattoos, but you like the art, or do you think you have? Yeah, a I'm, not, I'm not like a, a like against them. For like, you, I, I think they look cool on people and all that stuff. But I'm just like not. I'm not a commitment person. Yeah. <laughs> 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 being with hence dragging the rest around yeah. the last ten years. Yeah, I've been, been in a relationship for like ten years. Not married or anything like. But I don't know. Like, I have like these weird dreams of like um like I had one like last year that I remember. It, I I had a uh, it was a nightmare <laughs> that I got Iron Man like you know like he has like that thing on his palm or whatever like yeah. that I got that tattooed on my fucking arm like a arm sleeve just so Eric right? which is <laughs> I don't even want like I'm on an Iron Man fan or anything Marvel like that universe. and I'm like oh my god like I I remember like in the dream I'm like oh my god I got an Iron Man tattoo why did I, why do I have an Iron Man tattoo and I was yeah. freaking out <laughs> in my dream yeah I woke up I was like. <gasps> Oh my God. Like, I don't know what, just even like, even certain things I thought that I would like never change. Like, like I was grew up Catholic and I was like, Oh yeah, like I'll get a cross, you know, or something like my religion, like things I would never change, you know, my opinions about cross on my back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, fast forward 10 years or whatever. And I'm like, not that's, I'm like, basically atheists and so i'm like oh that good thing i didn't like go down that road or do that but i think there's a certain point in time where now you know who you are and we there's like no i just like to a certain extent like i think if i do get anything it would be something like for a loved one or someone that i care about mine has to be storytelling like i want to get to the point where i just need that first one like i'm so glad all riddles and shit and clues (laughs) yeah like how to yeah license plate yeah it's a big it's a big one it's a big clue it was like it's a big indicator my first time ever trying i might have told you guys this but the first time i tried smoking this new hybrid weed and i was down the street and i and i smoked i started like started kicking in i was like tricking myself like oh shit what if i can't find my way home after this oh <laughs> like, literally right down the street but like if i would have had a map on my arm yeah. and then i wouldn't have freaked out there i am yeah but no i, I i'm glad i didn't get anything yet yeah. there are a lot of people that it works for them to get a bunch and then it doesn't matter if it's anything meaningful yeah. i want to tell this i want it to be storytelling i don't know how how many i'll get yeah but, but it'll be slow and it better and, be a story that's consistent so it's not like scratch <laughs> yeah. over that one this is the next part of the story it's a redo yeah, it's yeah. just like I, even with like any kind of like art or design or music or anything that I'm doing, I like overanalyze everything mm-hmm. like just for the logo, like this logo. Like I worked on this thing for like five years and like constantly redoing it and changing little things, little tiny tweaks that like people that see it wouldn't even know that it changed. Like I show this to so many people and they're like, what's the difference between these 20 designs? Like, and I'm like, Oh, this one has this going this way. And this has a, the, the dog, the little dog in there is you know, like his foot's up. I'm like that's down. a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a dog on there. Like so many little things. So I think I would, I would basically bring that over into like a tattoo and it would, I would yeah. not have that control to fix or do something once it's on there. Might be good for you. It would, or it would like break me. Yeah. It would absolutely break me. What happened, me to Eric? I'm like, just yeah, hey, lost all of his hair. He's got a bunch of tattoos. Got a, got a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Things aren't good for him. Uh, yeah. I, before before my grandfather passed away, he had he had a couple of tattoos, I think, but he had Arlene, my my grandmother's name, on his arm. Mm-hmm. And over the years, it was you couldn't read it anymore, or whatever. But just my Arlene. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, but my Arlene, dad. Arlene, my Arlene, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> they had a long, happy marriage. Um, no, but, uh, but my dad didn't have any tattoos, but I had this idea. I was like, I know I got my grand, my grandpa would, would do it. I just have to get my dad to do it. What if we do a documentary of us just ta- telling stories and, t- and really just extracting the stories from my grandfather and we all go get the same tattoo together. Let's, let's go do that. And I was like, all right, let me talk to my dad first. Like, I know he's gonna be the tough one to sell. My dad was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, really? 
He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, all right, awesome. No way. Hey, Grandpa, we're going to do this. Doesn't have, a doesn't have any. And I go no to my way. grandpa. My grandpa's like, nah, I ain't going to do it. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to be the tough one. I thought my dad was going to be tough to sell. That's funny. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Maybe when I get older, I'll just be like, yeah, fuck it. Like, mm. tattoo my face. I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> and people are always like, oh, what about when you're older and you're going to, you know, you're going to have that tattoo? No, you're going to look fucking crazy when you're older anyway. If you live to be 80 or 90, like, you're, you're fucking crazy I don't looking. Know, man. My, like, my dad has, like, some. A tattoo would be the least tattoo. crazy thing looking about you. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the newest thing on you. Really, you'd be like, you it's a fucking twenty twenty well, tattoo. Been, Everything else in me is like fucking from eighty years brand ago. Brand new paint job on this like weather old skin and shit too. Still, I mean, it's. I mean, still, I'm not saying anything. I mean, I have zero tattoos as well. What, do you I, think you will ever get one? No, I, I've gone this long. I have, and everybody in my family has tattoos and I, there's a one thing that kind of is like difference like, yeah, I just never got the shit and Robin doesn't have any tattoos and just kind of like we're a rare couple of two people I just kind of like collect shit. scars yeah. I look at mm. that as like my my version of tattoos because yeah. like I, every scar that I have on my body I'm like oh, I remember that or how that happened or like something I did or like it fell down or where, where I was or what age I was and all that stuff especially this one too other what's the craziest <laughs> scar you guys have I'd say the one on my face that I, that I recently got. By the wiener dog? By the wiener dog <laughs> attacking me. Yeah. I don't know. I have you have like any a, stupid stories? I have a lot, of, a lot of face scars. Oh, yeah. That's a bike, right? A motorcycle accident. And then I, this, I have a, on the Lean other, to on that the little bit. My, on the rim of my chin. Because like, my whole fucking chin has just been split open numerous times. Once, I was in the bath. Same spot. It's like, just, it just <laughs> is notorious. Like, top heavy head. But I cracked my chin open in the, in the bathtub when I was in, like, second grade. And I was, like, just a calm kid. I walked to my mom, like, Mom, I think I need to go to the hospital. My chin's just fucking pouring blood and shit. And I had a stapler and I stitched it together. And then same year, a couple months later, I had a couple, you know, neighbors that were, like, the same age as me and my brother. And we did one of those, like, hey, let's make a rope from one tree to another tree and kind of just tether it across. We tied two jump ropes across and I start walking out on one, I'm holding on to the other one, and immediately as I get halfway, it's just the bottom one goes, and fuck, my foot gets caught around, I just slammed upside down, chin split open, blood everywhere again, and I get another fucking stitch there, so like, yeah, my chin's a very vulnerable spot. But that's another thing too, shaving, like the with the actual razor. I have cut scar tissue off of my chin and had to like super glue it back together. Oh, shit. You guys ever super glue yourself? That's a fucking... Yeah, that's like the yeah. best, uh, I like... Who needs a doctor? I'm duct taped myself. Yeah. I, have a, yeah. I have a duct tape super glue is the best thing for cuts. Yeah, I, th I, I threw a the doctor's head. Uh, stupidly drunk, drunkenly. I uh, what is hand? It must be this hand. But I took a can. It was a can of beer, and it was open. And I threw it almost like a football, but with my f finger on the end, and threw it like this, and it ripped this. Oh, yeah, you see, ah. it, see that right there? A little like, and yeah. I was like, oh shit! And yeah. uh, a couple weeks later. Good as yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it with my hand. I, we were at the uh, the apartment, and I was gonna smoke a bowl and then go to the gym with another buddy of mine. And I was telling him fucking some story, and it was on the wet bar. I I knocked the bong over like this, and it fell and broke. But I didn't know it broke. I was just gonna catch it, and I caught the broken part, and it just stuck into my hand. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I like put it in the sink, and I start washing my hand off. I'm like, I guess we're not going to the gym. My buddy's like, oh why? Because you broke your bong. I'm like, no, it's my fucking hands like bleeding really. <laughs> He's like bench press with this shit. But I did the same thing too. I just super glued it. Then I went to work the next day and I was like, yeah, I cut my hand polishing some glasses. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to work now, right? <laughs> just got to get to work and make it seem like it's a work injury. Never, You've never called off ever, right? No, I only called off when Robin got in the car accident. Oh. 
Yeah. You're like, maybe I can make it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to be late. Dude, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to be 10 yeah. minutes late. Five. Do you want to get my four, four minutes. Accident, I showed up to work, got sent home because my chin was split open. You could see the bone in my chin. And then uh, even when my brother and I got in a fist fight, I still went to work after the emergency room and then fucking. Yeah, showing up to work yeah. with like gauze around your face, <laughs> like a cartoon character yeah. and shit. I'm like, you should probably got just stay home. home. He's like, yeah, I don't know, My cheekbone was all swollen from getting punched in the face. Uh, I think you've been losing blood for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe go take a nap. I Let's can't see faster. blood though. That's the one thing. Like I've like I'll, I can get scarred and cut and cut myself and stuff. But what like, needles? No get... needles. I'm fine. Like I I used to work as a deli clerk back in the day, like a long long time ago when I was a kid. And you know I'd be like, hey, what kind of steak you want? You want a steak? You want some deli meat? You know some ham or whatever. And I and we had those meat slicers. And I always remember as soon as I was working there, I was like, man, if you, you know putting the meat on there and slicing it. Like, imagine cutting your finger. Oh, I fucking did it. I was like cutting some hair. I was talking to somebody. I went, yeah, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. And I just see like the tip of my finger just hanging there. And I'm just like, ah. and I fucking like fainted. And the, the guy that, that owned it is, it was called. Eric, Eric is notorious for fainting. Yeah, dude, I can not yeah. Even, even when I got, when I got. I do declare. When I got the scar on this one, I fucking, I was down. Cause it was a huge fucking hole, like gash in my face. And I'd look in the mirror and I'm like, no and then way. yeah i wake up and both times like every time i pass out my girls wake me up wake up i'm gonna call a fucking Get ambulance stupid. and i'm like no 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 it's too fucking expensive like oh save your money yeah the guy that, that when i was working at the, the deli his name was vic vic's prime prime meats and he's this big big heavy guy he was like <laughs> six five you know and he's just oh, it is. and he always smokes cigars and shit and I cut my finger, and I'm in the back, and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, you don't look so good. And he, he fucking, he was so big, he grabbed me with, like, one arm just ha- and held me, like, just grabbed me from, like, <laughs> as I was passing, I'm like, oh. And he fucking just grabs me like that, and then. Damn, like, distress. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> been, the, been the little spoon ever since. Yeah, 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 yeah seriously. But yeah, my I, first I, big I, spoon. I can't deal with, like, seeing that stuff. Like, thank God there's, like, people that, like, like nurses and doctors yeah, and dude, ER people, because, like, I just don't know how they do that shit. Like, can you imagine doing that? Like being at work, like, and you, say you're like hungover, or you're like, you know, you're just not, you're just like dragging ass one morning, you know, you, need, you haven't had a cup of coffee, and like that's the first thing you're gonna see is like, all right, we need a rib separator, Trauma, fucking yeah. stat, yeah. like, fucking, you're like, and somebody's just like, nope, dude, all out, like, oh, when, uh, Jesus Christ. Speaking of gross details, when Robin had our, our kid, we had a C-section, shit, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I honestly was like. Obviously, I'm excited to have a kid, right? But it's, it's we knew we were having our kid guaranteed delivery August 22nd, if not sooner, right? Mm. So we had a planned date, and every week leading up to it, I'm like, "Holy shit, it's only one more week till we get our baby." Just like this kind of <laughs> weird mind fuck. And then we go in there, and they like just they, well, for a C-section, they tie your arms up. Like she's she's like basically tied up. What? In the bed. Yeah, she's tied back so she can't fight or anything that because like it's a it's a surgical procedure. So she's basically like just drawn and quartered. And then they fucking start unpacking all of her organs. And I'm standing there, and it's just this little sheet. She can't see what? it. She's all fucked up and, like, drugged up. She's like, take a video. And, like, she's all, like, looking, you know, glassy-eyed. And I'm trying to take a video, and the fucking doctor's like, you can't take a video, you can take pictures. So I was trying to what? low-key do, yeah, you, for Why? legal reasons. I don't know. Legal they didn't want any evidence that they did anything wrong. What the fuck is legal that you're doing right now? I don't know. What so should I? What I'm being should you not be doing? The doctor, <laughs> he's Robin's like, yelling at me, and then she's like, I'm "He's like, we've never done this before." He's <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> "He's like, turn that off. I'm not wearing gloves." <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, he's off. <laughs> it's again, you know, they are they are. Just got off my lunch break. <laughs> Not done di- yeah. <laughs> digesting yet. For whatever reason, just because you know you're going in there for a procedure and it's like doctors doing it, 
I thought it'd be a little cleaner, a little less blood, but it's like a fucking trauma ward. Hmm. Like this, basically, they just start unpacking shit. Some guy just died right pushing. before your C-section. No, and they they slice it open. There's just like got blood a guy, coming like, out. I'm like, oh my speaking. god. And she's like, how is it? I'm like, oh, it's looking good. You're fine. Don't even worry. <laughs> and then they're fucking got the knee on there, trying to push the baby out towards the little opening because they're trying to make the smallest hole possible, right? So it's not a scarring. And the second, like you know, Anthony came out, and then again, two babies don't come out all clean. It's just like this little, yeah. little bloody monster that comes out and like fell in love with me. Like, That's my little bloody monster. I hope the camera is picking up my face and Mark's yeah. face on this because, okay, as like you know, a father and you know, husband, and all that stuff, and all the fathers and husbands out there, how do you get past that visual in your head after seeing that? Like, dude, it's after it's, that. It's, uh, like when well, you're like, all right, I'll, I'll like sit fast forward uh, six months. The next, the next thing is they get the baby out and they're like, "Do you want to cut the umbilical cord?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm cutting." Who the fuck else is cutting that thing? He's like, I, I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, Brought my own knife. It's a family heirloom. Yeah. Yeah. Turn your camera yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, turn it back on. It's more sanitary than what we got. This is, is that a buck yeah. knife? It's a monogram scissor that I got. Yeah. Yeah, like a four in one or whatever. I'll sharpen it while they're fucking cut her up. No, that yeah. So that when I, when I did that though, I went on this little this little table, and to basically what completely overrode those like you know kind of haunting memories was literally cutting Anthony's umbilical cord, and then he fucking grabbed on both my thumbs at the same time, and I'm just like, like a little bitch, just like fucking watery eyes and stuff. And the nurse comes over, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then we had to wear masks before this way before the pandemic. But then you stuff, just like delete all of the crazy shit you just saw of your wife's organs out of Absolutely. her body and Absolutely. all this stuff. It's the same thing as when you fucking like have to, you know, when you're dog. Well, I guess it's like <laughs> he doesn't think he could get over it. Yeah. I, okay. Again, I, I don't. I don't really know a graphic <laughs> like, thing for a, a pet owner. Well. Because you haven't had as many traumatizing things with Snickers that's, like, really gross. Because, like, cleaning up dog shit's one thing, right? Pulling a shit that's stuck in your dog's ass out is another yeah, thing, Yeah, but I'm right? not trying to have sex with my dog. Well, exactly. But Robin's vagina is still intact. <laughs> it's a C-section, right? <laughs> right, but I'm saying, like... If it was a blown-up mess, as, as no offense still to a... natural births out there. But, like, there's, you know... And it's funny, because there's actually a fucking, like... There's a two different forms of thinking there, where there's, like... There's like haters on on C sections and natural birth where they're like, oh, you're not you're not really a mom. You didn't actually you know push it out the regular way. It's like, well, she couldn't. She had an obstructed fucking like you know, yeah, like birth canal. we my my myself and my sisters were all C sec C sections. That's why you got but a good head. Isn't there something? Isn't there something um, that's like different based on um, a natural birth versus a C section? Like there's is like it a, something that happens. Is that, that what it is? What is that? Yeah, it's like basically the. Uh, the endorphins or whatever, like the chemical that gets released as the baby comes out because your body's in shock. But you're also going through a, a massive trauma while getting a C-section. So I don't necessarily think... They kind of cross each other out? Yeah, I do think it's <laughs> kind of canceled out. And I also think it's like, you carried that kid for nine months. Like, you're going to have just as strong of a connection. And shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't really necessarily think it's like... Very connected with my mother. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why we all moved, you know, 3,000 miles away from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So connected. I talked to her like at least twice a year, you know? I'm fucking <laughs> super cool. Her name is Janice Jill, whatever the fuck it is. You know? <laughs> I wasn't listening. Mom. Let's call her mom. Yeah. Ma. Ma, it's a good one to remember. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that shit's just fucking crazy. I, I don't see how. Well, also, get past but, that. but the thing is, man, like, look at our, our history together. Like, we went through a lot of things, you know, the car accident leading up to the actual, you know, C section thing. Like, everything, I think it's funny, man. Like, 
you have all these things that kind of set you up for success or whatever that whatever the next chapter is inadvertent it's all mr miyagi shit right like i i don't think i would do stand-up if i didn't get into a job in the service industry where i had to fucking bullshit with random strangers at tables i wouldn't be so much out of my shell if i was still doing construction i was a little more quiet a little more you know passive and just kind of a, a wallflower if you will but when i had to make a fake resume and start going up to tables and be like Hey, I heard you guys want food. Like I, the first first table I ever greeted, I had zero script. I was like, "Hey, this is a menu. It's got a list of all the things we sell here and extra prices. Are you guys want to buy some stuff?" Like, <laughs> like what do you got to do to get you into burrito yeah. today? <laughs> it was like it wasn't like, "Hey, welcome to want some hot shooters, but absolutely none of that shit." I just was literally just trying to like fucking connect with people on a personal level and then let them know we're selling some shit and maybe I'll get a tip out of the situation. And mm. it worked out pretty well, but. Again, I don't think I, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be as as you know prone to getting into stand up and shit. Mm-hmm. Everything's like that, man. Wait, so how did you how did you tie that one in? Yeah, <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> oh, because you're saying just based on like the the adventure well, on the way to that point. So as as like a guy that was in like you know the trades forever, you're working with five guys on a job site. Same five guys, you're very comfortable. You very rarely come into strangers. Dating too. My like my game, if you will, when it comes to like talking to strangers and shit at, at a bar. It was way more easy because it's like I fucking talk to strangers all the time, dude. I wasn't wasn't as like you know, um, I guess scared to talk to somebody at a bar because you was you would just be shooting a fish in a barrel at work, right? So gotcha. after work and you just see some chicken bar, I'm like I fucking talk to her like a fucking table. And, and that's what helps yeah. you get over the fact of seeing organs out on the fucking <laughs> fucking ground. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> that you were that's the tie. That's the tie. What I'm about. saying, okay. Because and that's why. All right, all right, all right. Reel it in, baby. Uh, listen, childbirth what is arguably saying, the most then. beautiful thing of life. It is. So that I think in that regard, you would get yeah, you that's, just, that's a, <laughs> a child being made when you actually, uh, yeah, they're conceived. Beautiful. Mm. When they're released into the world, the, the horrifying. The ones, yeah, it's terrifying. You're like, oh my god, do we want to do this? Here's uh, a here's an interesting point. real quick because I had to fucking deal with Robin when she was broken up in that car accident. I had to go through all that grossness because we never farted in front of each other up until that point. Oh, you, you guys that. are not a fart or poop in front of no, each other. We're couple, we, we're classy. I remember one guy we worked with. His name was Thomas. You know Thomas. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, you don't fart in front of your girlfriend or shit in front of her. And I was like, uh, no, man. He's like. Pfft. It's like the first thing you gotta do, that, like second date, first date or something. I'm like, that's a little fast. Yeah. But you, know, you better be pretty confident in the relationship to do that. Beat off right in front of her, third date. <laughs> and, so, and then, uh, but w- once I got past that and we're starting to do that, definitely opens up the relationship a lot more where you're like, you know, it's just. Yeah, you're not in as much pain all the time. You're like, oh, yeah, crap. holding farts for fucking hours <laughs> yeah. and shit. That's like the weirdest thing, too. Yeah. When you're yeah. like first dating somebody and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fart or whatever. Yeah. It's really, really awkward. But what, what do you think the correlation is between, you know, they say most marriages are, are like 50%, like it don't work out? Do you think it's because those 50% saw their significant other giving birth to like a bloody monster mm, no, like nightmare murder no. mess thing. here's a, a another murder mess <laughs> <fact>. <laughs> yeah. just this leech on society but there's, there's did you know so this kind of goes along with that um heard this uh, statistic the other day about um arranged marriages hmm. it was like 94 maybe 84 i don't know you have to fact check me but like percent worked because you don't but have an option. You can't. <laughs> right. exactly. I was going to say this. Those are, but those stay together. Marriages that are forced by law typically work. Yeah. Isn't that an amazing stat? But 90% but, of people put in prison for you life. you put free will in Stay in prison for yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, 
ninety um, percent of people that are in a wheelchair will never walk. So, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good the analogy guy. I said Tony's got the best analogies. But no, I think I think I think um, there's. I mean, just relationships. Just I don't know. There's so many factors that that go into that for the reason why they don't. Why do you well, think people still get married? That that still blows my mind. Well, especially yeah. when the, the the divorce isn't set up. Love, nicely. I guess you know. It's a, mm -hmm. Right, but that's saying you can't love someone without being married, which no, is totally but there's not a, there's true. Like a, I think it's because of looking at the roadmap, and you're like, okay, I have these goals and objectives, and I've had this great fucking teammate and partner and shit. Right, we've been together for this much of the journey, and I feel like we're good enough to go the rest of it. And you have that kind of and good you can't foundation. do that without getting the government involved. No, no, no. But I think there's just like. I guess the paperwork, yeah, is like, you know, the thing that's not necessarily... I mean, again, too, now when actually being single parents, there's more benefits for the from the government to be a single parent and not married, even if you're still living with your spouse. Because I, I have a friend that is, that is currently doing that, and they get a whole bunch of assistance because it's a single mom, even though the, the dad slash, you know, partner lives with them. There's just a lot more tax breaks and shit. But <clears throat> being a single parent? Yeah. Well, then it's even more reason not getting married. I get married. it, exactly. But there's just like, the, it's kind of a, you know, it's a tradition thing. And, and also, right. too, like, I, I like the fact that Robin and I are literally rebranding the clients, right? Like, we actually are two mm, people that so wanted to get married, wanted to have kids, wasn't like, hey, I don't like this guy, and I'm in this un uncomfortable situation. I'll just get married, and I'm unhappy now, so I'm just going to have kids. And, like, that's unfortunately how, like, my family came to be, right? So, but given a chance, and I love my, I, dude, I wouldn't change the way I grew up at all. Um, cause it wouldn't be who I was if it, if it was that way. Right. However, if I was like, you know, uh, my mom's boss, I'm like, okay, we did a lot of things wrong here. Like what the, <laughs> like, it's, you know, your job review, you're probably get some C's across the board. But again, though, like all of those things that you just mentioned, like you can do without having that party and without having that paperwork done and you can live exactly the same life and still be monogamous with one person, still be, you know, have a great family, change your family history but do it without all of that, like the the the, the tradition, yeah. which is based in religion, which no one follows because nobody follows any religion. To they just pick, cherry pick what they want and out of a religion. You can say so the main religion, part of that party though is religion, which no one follows. So it's a hugest like hypocritic, contradictory fucking thing. Look at that look at everybody like, fucking uh, does, and no one ever says anything. You know, about like it. online gaming when they have like you know little tribes or whatever the hell it is, and they have the matching little fucking flags on their you know mm -hmm. their character avatars and shit it's like that we're, we're of the same lord of the Rings, not lord of the rings with the fucking game of thrones we're, we have earned the same banner we're the same team we're all working right, but, towards but, that what, but that banner is like it's not like it's not a good but, it's like a banner of, like of people that fell into like a, a i think it's because like people a, don't a, a, a lie tradition or like something that they really don't believe in so it's like like I'm Team Dragon, but I don't even really believe in dragons or Game of Thrones. And I watch I mean, an episode I, of well, it, I, but I'm going to have a wedding devoted see, to that, that fucking though, genre. Is, is the reason why a lot of marriages fail because people, dude, you fucking see that kind of shit. Like we've had friends that like just randomly like ah hell Mary like this relationship's failing. Like, I'll just propose. Like, it's like why like, would you do that? I was like yeah. randomly. Randomly just dragging people. You get a reiki real quick. No, I think I think because because watch the second episode, people. And the first. Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's ranking it every week, baby. Also, 
Reikis are good though. Reikis are yeah, good. Yeah, they're not bad. Um, but I, yeah, I think there is the, the, of course, the tradition. If people took marriage more seriously and said, hey, this is an end all be all, then they're, you're forced to work things out. Then there's that. But I think, I th- you know, I've been to a wedding and be like, man, I, w- I want to, and I don't know why the feeling was coming, seeing two people get married in front of other people and kind of saying like, hey, we're doing this. I've, there's I've like something like that. Too, or the f- but yeah, it's like that, that love bug or that yeah, wedding bug. Yeah, Remember yeah, we did the rub sure. about that? But uh, but the last thing was, um, but one of my, so I could go either way. I, I do see myself getting married one day. I don't know if that's based on, it's like rooted in tradition or whatnot. But um, one of my favorite quotes from a mentor of mine, he said, um, he's like, you think love you think marriage is love? Marriage isn't love. Marriage is marriage. Love is love. Yeah. And I was like, so if, if it's, it doesn't necessarily, you're, you're right. It could be both ways. It literally right. is a case by case thing, but people don't, there's, they just don't take marriage as seriously maybe as they did yeah. years ago where it's like, all right, we're doing this and we are staying together this long. And you then, gotta fight. You know. it's, it's a relationship like any relationship. Dude, even friendships are a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? There's just True. like you. The, there's a the right, but you and I are gonna get married to like prove each other that we're best I friends understand and shit. That. Like, but it's not. It's not the same thing. Though, are we? <laughs> you're also you and I aren't gonna fucking go and try to bring another person to the world. And now we are both joined in this union of of parenting this kid. Right? There's like and, that, and mm, nothing yeah. against people that are like you know single parents or anything like that. But like, I've also in the, you know, 20 years I've lived out here, I've had a fair share of friends that have kids with people that they don't even want to be with. And I'm like, Hey, you're, you're fucking setting yourself up for failure. That's a lot of work. And, well, right. And I mean that, but that all like stems a, from just like being in a loving relationship that you're monogamous and you, and you, no, that's not, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> Seeing people like get someone knocked up and like, well, I guess we're having a kid now. I'm like, but should you though? You know what I mean? Like, well, right. Right. But I'm like, saying like, like the marriage stuff I, I feel too has such uh like a cloud over it of of jealousy that most most women I feel want to get married because someone else got married. Like no guys like oh I'm so fucking jealous. Like my yeah. buddy got married. Like maybe there are a few, but I'd say the majority of guys like would never do it if a girl didn't want to do it. And then why do girls want to do it? Because most girls I feel see some. It's like a jealousy thing. Like See, oh. It put a ring on it, or and like there's fucking songs. If you like it better, put a ring on all that yeah. bullshit. It's like, but why? Why does that? Why is that so important to you? Because it obviously isn't that important. Because fifty percent, if not more, of those don't work out, or they're there for the wrong reason, or they're there to get that ring, or get that marriage party to to be like posted well, it's, and it's say, the, I'm married now. Yeah. Look at me, I made it. I did something where it there's there's no like depth to that. It's like as deep as a puddle, and it's, okay. it's unless you completely are completely what you're saying. In the current, like, you know, landscape of the world. I think it's always been like that. No, it's no. Always. No. There's it's always way been, more of a Cinderella look at, look at, type <clears throat> Exactly, thing now. Cinderella. Like, now, it, though. It goes back now, to... Now, though, because everyone's trying to one-up and keep up with the Jones. Yeah, because, yeah you can see everything online yeah, exactly. and stuff. Yeah, no, like, but it's always been like that. Even back in the day, like, no. oh... Not as much. I, I think it's... I'm married. Oh, then so... I want to get married. Oh, like, all that shit. It's just fucking, like... It's just, like, trying to It's a tricky situation, for sure. Trying to keep up with the Joneses. Dude, just because you have a void where your heart should be. Ice box, where yeah. my heart is. We've learned that Eric's a fainter and he's got no heart. <laughs> Hates marriage. If we were the Wizard of Oz, he's the Fucking Shriner's heart, yeah. kids in marriage, yeah. man. Yeah. Ooh, get uh, me going. Get him at- and beards. And don't marry Shitty a beards. Don't let Eric marry a Shriner's kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's funny because, like, you know, the, uh, the concept, again, too, like you were saying, as far as, like, most guys 
I would never, and we've talked about this before because you and I had a pact never getting married, never having kids. Yeah, what I happened am, there? Here I am fucking the pact. Fuck pat that up. Right? You owe him 500 bucks. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll just pay you Take 500. Give it right to Eric yeah, for ruining the, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that ruining up. Ruining our fucking uh, hetero life mates. But we did have a pact, though. Yeah. Uh, if we ended up like, you know, being like, you, you end up getting married and I end up not getting married, but still staying with the same girl for like forever that we'd buy houses next to each other and then have a tunnel that yep. meets in the middle. It's like a middleman man cave kind of deal. Mm. Like a, like a hideout kind of a Smart. sanctuary. How old are you guys? Four when you guys decided this? This is last year. <laughs> 34. Yeah. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> we drew up the plans on a bar napkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we can't. It's like one of those ideas. Very, like, over here. very detailed. Napkin, yeah. yeah. Super drunk the next morning. You're like, uh, I don't know. Watch this. Watch Ink Masters for like four seasons. Yeah. And I got really good at the design. And, mm. Um, no, well, you know, I always find that kind of funny though, because like as far as again, it's not every guy's dream to get married and stuff, but it is interesting that every person that you see, every guy that's married, they at some point in time had to think of how they wanted to propose and what they're going to say for their vows. Doesn't matter how fucking macho a guy is, there's some soft part of them who's like, "This is how I'm going to pop the question." And I always kind of thought that was funny after I went through that phase because I was like, "Dude, I'm, I'm fucking happy I got out of that. I never have to propose again. I never have to do my vows again." You know. But, I, I guess, know, yeah. Like I mean, if you're forced to do that, yeah. It's nice you don't, like, like. I find you that. You gotta do it, man. Like, yeah, if you have to do something, like, uh, if, like, like, you, like, the plane's gonna crash and you're like, I gotta jump out of this plane with a parachute. I really don't wanna do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, yeah, like, oh, okay, I did it. I don't have to jump out of the plane. I just again. think it's interesting that there's, like, that element of romance in, every, in everybody where it's just like, I'm gonna try to, you know, woo this chick. Or, and, and again, too, it might be for the right reasons, for the wrong reasons, but at some point in time, someone had the, the thought to think, hey, this is how I want to present marriage in a union with this woman. And how you this can like measure that. Like, I think now as I'm getting older, I'm like, okay, I'm, there's different things that I value that I'm like, okay, this fits the criteria for somebody I want to spend the rest of my life with and start a family and raise a family. I think that would be the biggest, biggest thing. It's like, okay, raising a family. And then that would make most sense to keep the family together. Same last name, all of that kind of yeah. stuff as well. It's kind of interesting, like even they get the man's last name. If the woman's having it and you're not married, then it would be kind yeah. of like, wait a second. Here's something it's like funny. a raw deal for I, the woman. I have to. I would. I would venture to say. I'll bet all of Eric's stocks on this that. 90% of the Jumbotron proposals don't work out because I've never met somebody in my life where it's like, hey, how'd your parents, you know, get engaged? Well, they're at a fucking hockey game and then all of a sudden the Jumbotron, you said, ben, yeah, yeah. Ben, Will you? Yeah. Ben, you want to yeah. marry me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kiss cam. All the fucking <laughs> yeah, skywriters, like, she said yes. I, I fucking... You're if you're trying to go, I get yeah, to go on a knee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even even thinking back now, like all the times that I thought I was in love, and but it was that was more of like a... Situation. Yeah, something that was like, oh, like, wow, this is it. But then you realize, wait, that's not it. That's something else. That's something cool that's short lived. But now it's like, okay, like just the criteria is different. Like, okay, let's check off these boxes. And uh, kids is another thing that's like super crazy to do. Uh, kids? Yeah. Like that, like <laughs> deal breaker. Yeah. Like to have a kid, like that's still something that just like, I, I, that's like a long. That's a long ass tattoo that's gonna outlive you. <laughs> yeah, that's well, a, it's a funny that's thing, a man. You can, you living can, walking tattoo. Yeah. Jesus Christ, get, Iron Man, put the fucking yeah. knife down, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I want a grilled cheese. Yeah, I want a grilled cheese. <laughs> Not now, Iron Man. <laughs> that was a. I had a dream last night. I was. I had two guy. Two uh, white males your age were uh, chasing me inside of this house office. And then I finally found the door. I couldn't get away. I finally opened the door 
and it was a wall and i was like oh fuck and i woke up i was like oh shit and here we are yeah, yeah. i didn't realize until this right the now. other that side wall, of that yeah. wall yeah, yeah. that's yeah. yeah man that shit's fucking just crazy i i don't know like a a a dog, I, I think I'm just going to be the dog dog person in my life. I wonder. Either that's a pretty, pretty big commitment. You think that's the biggest commitment you've made? Even, I, and that's something you inherited that. Yeah, you that. become a better I inherited, dog. Owner. I like adopted mm. a dog. So, so here's, I never a, even, here's like, a theory. Like the whole. So you, you, do you think you ever would have gotten a dog by yourself? No. So these things that you're afraid of, like marriage, like mm. children, like tattoos. Or someone call them responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those could actually be the Maturity, greatest gifts yeah, yeah. that you, if you inherited all of those. No, I don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> you saw where it was going there, though? Yeah, yeah first reward. Yeah. He's like, hey. It's very true, though. I, I mean, I can see the, I see the connections. That, that was, makes sense, and I don't like it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> does make a lot of sense, but I, do, I still don't like it. But it's funny, though. You remember when we first, when Snickers first moved in the apartment? Like, I, always being a big dog fan, I would take him for walks and shit, and Eric would, like, would try to just take him on the patio to, to piss. You'd, like, just force him to try to piss on our patio. And I'm like, you got to take him out. And then you finally got into the fold and started doing that, I think, when we got Ace, and there was, like, now two dogs. Now I had my own dog responsibility, and Eric had his dog responsibility. You came into being a better dog parent. Yeah. Further, the, further reason why I shouldn't have a Ryan man. Exactly. And a better uh, friend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and a better friend. Yeah. be do do we can do some animations on here if you want yeah. <laughs> to see it go. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He learned. Oh, I think we just yeah. had. I just I think we just had a breakthrough. Yeah. He's gonna yeah, be. He's gonna be sleeping cool. tonight. Like. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like maybe Iron I should have had a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have fucking nightmares tonight. That's what I'm gonna have. I'm talking about fainting, blood, and fucking kids. Dude, having a kid's the coolest fucking thing. It, it, when you, when, I know. You, you tell do, me every fucking day. Like, it, dude, it, it is. is so fucking cool. I'm like, it really is. It's like. Yeah, like it's like Tony a, is the best dad. Best dad out of any of the dads. Don't get me emotional. Don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Drink some of that beer. Yeah. Um, really is the best dad, though, out of any any of my buddies that I know that have kids and stuff. He's just fucking all about his kid. He and that's how you should be. He feeds yeah. it. You know. He, yeah. you know. <laughs> Let's him out of his yeah. cage yeah. every hour. He's <laughs> like his leash is like the longest one I can get. It's the longest the, leash the in the neighborhood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Leaves it in the car for a sh- yeah. few hours at a time. Don't Bathe even have them twice a week. You know, it's easy. easy, easy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even have to turn on the electric fence anymore. We're thinking about taking the shot collar off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, actually, it's funny. It's like when uh, Snickers used to have a shot collar, like a, you know, a bar collar and stuff. And Robin and I smoked weed one time. And I was just curious to see if it was like how what you needed to do to, to make it shock. So I put it on my neck and I was like, root, root, and I was doing all the bark noise and shit. And fucking Robin just looked at me like, you are the dumbest <laughs> motherfucker. And then I was We're like, that's what, I, that's what I was expecting for her to say. And she's like, I don't think you're barking right. And I was like, oh, that's what uh, that's, she's like, yeah, that's <laughs> I loved her. Yeah. She's all, root, root. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Now they have a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we played along, uh, around with those two when I was like, yeah, 14, 15 when we got yeah. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone moves at their own pace, Mark, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like it was kids, then bark collar for me. Mm. Yeah, I think if you have, like, friends or people that aren't, like, as stoked about having a kid as, like, what Tony is, then they're probably not doing that killer of a job. Like, or could be doing I better. I agree, I agree. Be doing I, I really... Like, it's kind of like with anything that I'm like super into, I'm always fucking talking to my friends about it. Like, but dude, stupid shit that doesn't matter. Like, oh, you gotta check out this YouTube, or like, oh, you ever hear about crypto, or like whatever <laughs> yeah. else, you know, dumb shit. And you know, I'm passionate and really excited about it. And if you don't have that same kind of passion and excitement about 
a thing you like a person you created, then you know maybe maybe you know I don't know it wasn't well, the I'll right choice you or you need to do better or something like that. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for the pandemic and actually having everything wiped off my fucking slate, right? Where I'm like, I have nothing to do but just survive this fucking weird virus and raise a kid. It like before that, because we had six months of having Anthony before the world shut down. So I was trying to pepper him into a work schedule, a comedy fucking schedule and all that shit. And it's just the, the slice of pie for him was just so small. Whereas when things opened up again, I'm like, you get the lion's share because I fucking yeah. brought you here and that's what you deserve. And I'll figure out how to fit everything else in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of people have that good reset, right? Mm-hmm. We're just yeah. kind of like, you're already fucking trying to tread water and all of a sudden someone throws your baby like, and now you're trying to fucking do all that shit and it just becomes kind of half-assed. But I think because of the situation, I was fortunate to be a better dad. And I don't think I would have been a bad dad. I just think I wouldn't have like prioritized as well. I, I might have. I, just, well, yeah, I think you would have. You would have found a way, but... You're always like kind of like the a leader. Like you have like... You, you just are. So you, you are you saying that. like... Go on. Go on. <laughs> you're so great. You're such yeah. a leader. Great dad. So you're saying Still got like, like, good hair. Yeah. 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 Great hair. So you're uh, saying like if, if you're if you're going to have a kid, wait till there's going to be a pandemic because yeah, exactly. you can take a couple years off. Monkey pox, really pop them off. <laughs> you guys get those babies incubating, you know. Surf. You can't get an abortion anymore, so you know it's a perfect time. For setting the you scene. hear that, babe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Omicron heavy. Yeah, <laughs> he said it's time. <laughs> do, do you think, um, like, were your parents like, like, really always positive and, and always there? My, I was fortunate where my parents were really. They were, they were like a Tony. Like they, I was fortunate where I had really supportive parents, no matter how well I did or mm-hmm. fucked anything up. They were always like, you know, they, they were you know, hard on me, but at the same time, we're supportive of like, you know, yeah, like, you know, try that out, you know? And, yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know, my parents, that. they like, they, they were super supportive of everything. And, and when I decided not to go to college and move to LA and they're like, yeah, cool. And then even showed them some of the stupid shit that I was editing that I thought was great with, it was garbage. They're like fucking awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. I really loved that. Me that. For years. Yeah. Still yeah. <laughs> great job. Yeah. You definitely did good. Bye. Yeah. No, they, I, I really lucked out. Definitely still lucked out. Macro- that. Macaroni necklaces and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, that's that, that's where I feel so fortunate. And that's where like the marriage thing or even a joint family keeping, you know, and my, my mother's very outspoken about that too, of like, um, you know, having children, but like keeping them in the same place and the same school so they can make friends and all this stuff. Dude, yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah, but then yeah. I, but so, which I always, I always, I always think is a great idea too. I think I totally see that. But then I also, when I, when I hear from my friends or other stories about other kids that are moving around a lot, I'm like, well, there's also the advantages of being able to be versatile and be able to do yeah. that stuff too. But not that, I mean, I only know one way it would have to, you know, it's interesting. Cause like, uh, we, we moved like, uh, in fourth grade. I moved to another city. So I spent fifth and sixth grade at a new school. And then I met like a lot of my, you know, core group of friends that I still have uh, to this day. And then that city, we are in Wisconsin, we have seventh and eighth grades, a separate middle school. So it was like, basically I moved to a new city, two years there, then two years at a middle school. And then we went to a, a high school. So it was like new every two years I'm switching, you know, pools of people and stuff. So it was, you know, stimuli, meeting new people. I'm like, I'm a social butterfly, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm out there, you know, but that was like fine. Jetty Kathy yeah. people. But I, I, but I, when we, when my uh, mom got remarried in sixth grade, we moved out of the district for where all my friends went to middle school. And I just made these friends. I'm like, I'm not fucking losing these friends and have to, we'll catch up in high school. Now we have this two year delay and shit. So I actually rode my bike to my buddy John's house and then carpooled them to middle school. So if I actually would have stayed in the local middle school, I wouldn't have been to school, Eric in middle school as well, but we caught up in high school. Hmm. First laid eyes on each other. (laughs) Earth science class. Wait, how how weird is that to know each other for that long and still be like, I mean, because obviously I have so many friends that are all 
solid group of friends that are all still well, in Michigan. Obviously, you have a lot of friends marked out. No one's no. <laughs> no, but all my my group of friends are like you know my, I have several different groups of friends and that some of them crossed over and and uh, but there is like that solid group that they do everything together. So you guys moving out here and being from the same place is there like what do you think the advantages I think the are? Friends of that? we hung out with and like our bigger friend group in high school. They all kind of did their, but they were all more sports guys. Like I, I was on the cuff. Eric was like in sports, but like he was closer to the fringe where I was like a skate kid, skateboarder kid that hung out with dudes that played, you know, football and shit. And it was just I was like in art and like yeah. singing. You, yeah, you, stuff, you were playing you know? coffee shops and shit, right? Art yeah, it's like in my like like last year of high school, I was doing that kind of oh. stuff, but like more, uh, I guess, of a, a diverse group of of people, I guess, mm-hmm. but always kind of like. uh gravitated towards uh hanging out with tony like we all even though we all had like we both had like a bunch of different groups of friends we always be like hey man what's up like would you want to kick it and we just i don't know always just ended up always kicking it with he and i together and then plus like insert like five or six different like groups of people or like a couple people from those groups and then kind of made our own my buddies that were in like my auto classes and shit my tech tech ed classes were also football players, so they would bring me to these football parties, and I didn't really fucking click in the beer pong and shit like that. So I would see Eric. I'm like, "Hey, you're another fucking lost duck here. Let's just fucking." <laughs> we'd kind of click up. So we did that for uh, spring break in the Lord's year of 2001. We went down to uh, Daytona Beach. We took a fucking Greyhound bus down there because it was too expensive to fly. This is pre 9/11, so fucking yeah. like, and a high school budget it was like five or six hundred dollars to fly there for spring break. I'm like, no, but it was ninety nine dollars. For a round trip ticket to Daytona and back, it just took forty hours to get there and forty eight hours to get <laughs> yeah. back. Like you go to sleep, you wake, wake up, up, you're on a bus. You, you go have to a whole another day going to sleep, way back up. Yeah, and like most Greyhound bus stops, if you don't know this, they're like near prisons. Yeah. Like there's stops that are next to prisons for so easy people, transport. People in prison don't have cars and shit. So like you, we'd get people that would come on and they have like their white sack of their clothes, or they're in like their prison gear like still like or whatever they went to jail in yeah and been like you put in a filing like, box for years yeah we're like, <laughs> so you yeah, just started wearing like, orange to blend yeah, in it's like it's like, <laughs> like we saved like when 20 you know, bucks or some back. bullshit yeah. like to do that it was like why do we do that like that was the fucking dumbest longest thing but it was it was i mean a bunch of kids basically it was t- like 12 of us kids that did that so yeah. everyone's like mm-hmm. you guys a soccer team or something we're just like yeah, yeah say whatever like just yeah well i never got to go on spring break because i played baseball and we always had like eight games in seven days during that time. So that was always the thing. They, if you played baseball, you can't go on spring break. And that's why it was so interesting. When I crossed over to uh, to, to the arts, I played sports my whole life. And then I was like, I'm going to go. I, I accidentally took drama. Not accidentally, but I took it because you could just chill on a couch and not do much. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is great. And I got in there and I was like, wait, I want to like, I started choreographing shit and started like being in the, mastermind behind things and like mm-hmm. let's shoot this and all nice the drama plug. kids are like what the fuck why is this this right. sports guy coming in here and yeah. taking our shit yeah, yeah. and then uh and then I, then i decided to do my first play and musical which i wasn't really into theater anyways but i was like well if this is what i'm gonna do i need to like test the waters so i convinced my friend to come I'm like dude there's like a bunch of girls and stuff he's like all right cool yeah. and then but i was like how are they gonna t- like all my sports friends how are they gonna take this that i'm now doing a play but it, and then i then it was it was amazing it was like you know got the crowd out there and stuff yeah. so i was like it was like a weird a weird like That's change in my life yeah it's it's um it's weird you're, like your I, fucking auditorium story when you sang at the fucking uh yeah I, show. eric is like a again <clears throat> very modest well you know him from you know playing out and stuff like that but like 
when uh, people knew Eric sang, and then when he sang at the talent show, everyone was like, oh, my God, Eric's got such an angelic voice. He has all these talents, and he's a strong football player. They were saying that, or you were saying that? I was saying that. I was telling the girls, I'm like, I'm like, I told you you could sing. I told you. That's my boy up somebody there. Throw men, somebody, somebody throw men's underwear on the stage? <laughs> so who is this? This is a Hanes. Hanes for men. Uh, Calvin Klein, Eric. I only wore my last yeah. one. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, it, like playing uh, like various sports and stuff like that, I always was good enough to always like start and be, you know, like play, but I never liked like the sports, any of them, like wrestling, football, baseball, any of that shit. I just did it because I had people that I could hang out with and shoot, like basically just do this with. And when you're not playing, you're standing on the sideline, you know, if you're on offense and it's defense time, you're, you're hanging on the sideline or any sport, you're out, there's, there's a period where you're not doing anything. And the most fun is just shooting the shit with your buddies, mm. hanging out and, and talking on the sidelines, you know? And so that's what kind of got that's me in what all marriage the marriage is all about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just talking on the sidelines. Yeah. You played, so you played sports to talk on in yeah, between like playing Just sports. hanging out with, and just <laughs> making awesome. it, make, trying to make my friends laugh and stuff. Yeah. And like, that was like the fun part to me. And then like, all right, like, all right, get in there. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I gotta go play or do Hold whatever. a second. Hold that yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Like, wow. And uh, I remember this one time, like, uh, a buddy, uh, like a couple of us had gotten called up, like I think it was like our freshman year or sophomore year to play like as like third string, like for the backup for like the, the first string guys or something like that. And everyone else was like, yeah, we get to go. Like we get like, you get lettered or something. I think if you play on varsity so many games yeah. when you're a certain age or some shit. And I was so fucking bummed out. I was like, oh God damn, really? I have to fucking practice more now because the season goes longer if like you're on a good team and all that stuff. And I'm like, fuck. And then one of the like senior guys heard me and he's like, you should be honored that you're getting called up. I'm like, I could give a fucking yeah. shit about this. Everybody else is like, care. please call me up. And yeah. you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like I had to go to work. <laughs> Literally, that's the story yeah. of your life. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. You're like, like I had to fucking do this more. I'm like, ah, oh, man. I, well, I just want to hang out with my friends. So I'm like, fortunately, there's like a few of us that we just all talk shit. And like every time that we would like lose or like, you know, get uh, something bad would happen for our team. Like me and my buddies would be like, yeah. Like be all high fiving and shit, because then that means our season was that much closer to the ending. And be like, finally, we can get done with this bullshit. Like, also, we had like a fucking losing season, like our our your varsity years. My my like, year, but that year was like they almost like won the whole state or whatever. So it was like everyone was like gung ho and like, yeah, we're gonna win the whole thing. And and my brother, uh, who was two years older than me, he was like the the. Uh, captain of the football team he was like the prom king guy so he your was brother like, was he was yeah mm. so he was kind of like the the guy disappointment over here <laughs> that's eric's nickname in the household my family is like du ryan come to dinner disappointment come to dinner yeah. jacob come to dinner it's like multiplicity have you ever seen that movie with yeah. uh, michael keaton you were like you were they, stuffing, the original michael keaton you were like, stuffing pizza in, into your yeah. wallet yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much Hey, Steve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's pretty much sums it up. Like I was just uh, like I was a disappointment to so many people that thought I was going to be like my brother. Because that's that's what you like. We look similar, eat, and we're about sleep to sleep and breathe sports that's out not a there bad too. Fucking like I mean, but having being it is until yeah. the first test or the first fucking like you know thing. Like hey, you can you know. Eric. take a test and shit and they're like hey so how, how we 
you're going to ace this. Like, they give me the test, you know. I like, yeah, don't even worry about it. You probably, kind of don't worry. Just, positive. This, this test will take you five minutes, you know, whatever. That's yeah, it, you say that, though, but it's, no, dude, it's almost. I had the opposite. I had, I had Tina and Donnie going before me, and they're like, oh, Yeah, but you're fuck. a smart guy, so you, you kind of, that's the best. You're like the underdog. So you'd be like, <laughs> I was oh, mad, like, though, oh, yeah. Because you immediately like, oh, You need help reading this stupid, and you're like, and you're fucking like acing it and shit. It wasn't even how dumb I was just because of my, my, uh. I'm not saying you were dumb. I'm saying that you were really smart, but they assumed you were dumb. Or how dumb they were. They weren't. <laughs> they were just, yeah. like, it is. Eric, take the yeah. test. You're like, I'm, I am. You're like, you have to turn the paper over. You're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, but where do I take this test? Like, you know, yeah. you yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where do I take it home? <laughs> where do I take it now? All right, I got it. Where do I take it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like, I. Like it's way better uh, being underestimated than overestimated. Like, like being like, oh yeah, you're gonna ace yeah, it. it like, it, hey, it, so it, it, it what happened? It down, ah, it's you, always like something it's happened. Underpromise, overperform. Yeah, you know, yeah, life. like yeah, man. It's so that was like so you overpromised. They over, yeah. They, <laughs> his brother, his brother's fucking track record overpromised. Yeah, you know, I'm like, mm, that's yeah, so like, interesting that that you played sports to like in between the actual playing of sports. It's like almost like. All right, let's do the talent show. You're like, all right, you're chopping up with the kids in the back. Like, oh shit, hold on a second, I go fucking sing real quick, and then you go. <laughs> well, that that was probably the only thing that I, I was actually really something that I cared about because I just to sing. I sing like maybe two songs or something for this talent show that I promised myself. I would, like when I was a freshman, I thought it was so cool to see people that we went to school with play an instrument or sing, and I was like infatuated by it. I was like, that is so fucking. So that's cool. a great indicator for you for life, even at that point too. Yeah, and, and and not even really knowing, but I was like, man, all right, I gotta fucking like make a promise to myself that my my last year of school, I'm gonna do this fucking talent show. It's funny how that kind of foresight back then, because I was just like, all right, man, just gotta get through eighth hour, then I'm fucking off to work. And I didn't have that kind of like. I was like, where's the party at this weekend? Yeah, give yeah, me a forty for the whole game. weekend. I'll be yeah. drunk yeah. the whole time. Give me that Mickey's, bro. Once I had that like in my head that I, I had to do it and that I couldn't back out of it, like I had probably practiced those same three songs like hundreds of times, like every day after school. What songs I, were they? Uh, it was More Than Words from Extreme. More Than Words. That was the, I think with that was arms the. Wide open. That, I think that was the only. The arms wide we only were allowed to do yeah. one song, I think, for oh, okay. the talent show. So that was the one. And then ended up doing like another like concert thing like after hours at the same auditorium. Oh. It's actually the same high school that. Was it named Frank Caliendo? Oh, really? The guy yeah, that does a Madden person. voice? Yeah. It's our high school. He, he does all the impressions. He's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was like, you know, we had, they had pictures of him and shit and stuff. Oh, I think I did know that. Yeah. It was kind of like a weird thing. Um, My aunt Karen also went there. So no big yeah. deal. <laughs> did you ever hook up with Frank Caliendo? She does a hell of a Madden voice impersonation. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite version, I'll probably butcher the, uh, the Madden voice, but he's like, uh, you need to see. And if, if you can't see... You don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's perfect though. It's like Hazel's like goofy fucking like. Yeah, he was so like, we used to, you, I used to love it. I would practice John Madden and all the other. I would literally see how he would do the impression, and then I would do it. I would do the same. He's like the Donald Trump of like sports and uh, like commentators, like <laughs> yeah. just fucking saying the. He would he shit. would love for you to say yeah. it. Yeah. That it was he, the greatest <laughs> offensive play of greatness yeah. you'll ever mm. see. Yeah, so having like uh, just making that promise to myself, you know, and and practicing a bunch and doing that that was like one of the only things i was like oh wow like okay i'm like really focused on it i, I enjoy it and and then it went well yeah it went it went well but that was like i think where that practice that i done with sports and stuff kind of like was <laughs> yeah. ingrained in my brain like all right like you have to just practice shit if you want to get good at it 
and then doing that over and over and over so many times is kind of like one of the benefit, one of the only benefits from being in sports. But I, think. Even sp- I mean, like- I think sports is the, and my, my dad said this, he was like, at one point, my, he was my coach for a lot of different sports, but at one um, volleyball for, for my sister's vo- uh, volleyball banquet, he said something like about how sports can teach you to lose and all these, these things. And I was like, I was listening. I'm like, Oh shit, that's fucking actually really smart. I'm like, I never thought about it like that because I was still in sports and figuring yeah. it out. And now, when I, in hindsight, I'm looking back like, oh my god, there's so many things of losing and overcoming it, and then learning how to win and how to oh, like yeah, work really hard that. to get something. Yeah, yeah we know. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's I'm like, what do you mean yeah. overcoming losses? I thought that was the end. So when you're on a team, you're all working <laughs> together for a joint goal. Is that how this works? Am I picking up? Or, <laughs> am I bagging what we're raking here? I, I think the social aspect of sports is is even more important because it teaches you how to just camaraderie. Just yeah, work like, with other people because you have yeah. so many different personalities. You know, the people like on the team that are like live and die by the sport. Blah, blah, I'm blah. the star. Yeah, you guys all yeah, and like there's the like you know yeah, yeah all these like pecking orders of like you know like you know all that stuff and learning how to like you know deal with mm-hmm. deal with people's uh, you know different personalities and such. Like you guys that. don't like sports per se. Do you guys like sports movies? At all? Yeah, I love really? sports movies. Yeah, like, what, like which one? Like the Field of Dreams. Ooh, yeah. I actually yeah. went there. Really? Yeah, my nice. dad. My dad's a huge a, baseball that's guy. That's a Midwest. You know, it, you know, it right actually doesn't exist, right? <laughs> oh, it does, buddy. <laughs> it does, man. We saw the ghosts. Yeah, I have Field of Dream dirt. So we went to Field of Dreams, and I actually got to play a game of baseball on the Field of Dreams. Really? Yeah. Went there. Uh, they have like it's a. It's like, <laughs> he shows the pictures. It's not It's like a yeah. parking lot. Like <laughs> Eric, I don't think they, they told me it was the Field of Dreams. So it says Field of My Dreams. Spelled wrong. Filed of Dreams. Filed of dreams. Yeah, uh, yeah we, it's in Iowa, and uh, it's like exactly like in the movie. Like it's, I think it's uh, still there today. And they had like a, you know, like a bulletin board of like you know Kevin Costner and all the stars and stuff that are. Dude, in that the movie, movie still gets me choked. I watched oh, yeah. it. I watched it in the last year. Yeah, it, so it's good. it was at really work, good. and it got to the point where his dad comes out. That's the last time they meet each other. And I was like, I happen to grab him some lunch. I'm like. <laughs> gotta get out of here yeah like I, dude me too i think i'd watched it like the same yeah. week that you did i was telling you like dude watch for the dreams yeah. because he had, had uh, a kid you know recently and so i was like dude i started choking up at the end of it and uh, it, it you know just i have a great relationship with my choking up right now my my dad you know i love my dad and uh like it, that, the end of that yeah uh nardo and like <laughs> It, it embodies that whole movie embodies that it's just like a father-son relationship kind of thing and like mm-hmm. you know being there for you and playing catch and all that shit it's like really fucking cool but like hate sports but love fucking sport movies interesting Rudy yeah. all that shit it's just like yeah like all that stuff it's so yeah, cool my favorite sports movie is I, I went back and watch I went back and watched a bunch because I, I recently wrote the Rudolph uh, the full feature that of the concept trailer I did yeah which is a basketball movie I went back and watched coach Carter I watched um uh, remember the Titans and a bunch of, and what I realized I was like, Oh fuck, all these movies are super long. Like there's so much you have to like, so many games you have to put into like show the arc or like growth within the season and overcome stuff. I'm yeah, like, yeah. this is getting kind of long, <laughs> but I'm like, all of the sports movies are, are long. Um, but, uh, I mean, Sandlot is, a, is like, Sandlot. Yeah, yeah. that's like a, yeah, total classic. My, yeah. that's what my dad always said. He's like, I was like a Sandlot kid. He fucking loved that movie. Oh, when really? It came out. He's like, yeah. Cause his parents were immigrants and they, 
couldn't, they didn't want to like pay the money to, you know, sports cost money to buy the cleats and all mm-hmm. that shit. And so he was like, yeah, I was like a Sandlot kid. I would just go with my neighborhood <laughs> kids and we go in the back. Really? And the long ass bill and shit yeah. on his hat. <laughs> yeah. like, come on, small. <laughs> he was more like the catcher. Yeah. <laughs> he's like that guy. But he was, uh, yeah, he's like, um, you know, did all that kind of stuff, but always played like back backyard sports. You know, he never yeah. really played sports, but he was like always at any wrestling match, football match, baseball game, anything like that. Is it a football match? Football game? Yeah. He <laughs> played this football game match. It was uh, a match between two football teams. <laughs> but he was like always there for all that stuff. And so like I think he like kind of lived vicariously through through us being in sports and Absolutely. more so, more so my brother because he was good at uh, all the sports. Um, but like he wasn't a quitter like you. Yeah. He, well, he he played <laughs> with his heart there. too, you know. Yeah, and he yeah. was athletically, uh, you know. I I had the same ability, but wasn't I could give a shit about it, you know. I was just yeah. like or whatever. And um, but I think having that, like he he kind of got to like live that through through us, yeah. yeah. And uh, but yeah, like all. All the all the sports, he was always there. Like I got this, like fucking, I don't know how many thousands of hours. Even to my my brother's three kids, he has three boys. He goes to every game, films everything. Like he's there That's super my, fun with my him, mom yeah. too. My mom has always been like at the games. Like they're they're those type of parents, you know. They're rooting. Field of Dreams is my favorite uh, uh, movie as well, or uh, League of Their Own. You know, just to be you know, yeah, League of Their Own. That was filmed in Milwaukee. Really? Or uh, Major League. Major League. I'm sorry. League of, their, League of their own, true fact, my neighbor growing up in Milwaukee, she was on the... Uh, the scene the, the Rock, Rockford, Rockford Peaches. Peaches. Oh, shit. Her name is Mrs. Baumgartner, and she was in the movie, actually. Oh, shit. At the end of the movie, where they all, like, the original players come in, and they're, like, in a museum and shit. Like, she's in the movie. I remember, mm, like, when it came out, cool. I was like, this is Baumgartner, you're in the fucking movie. Oh, I didn't say that. Maybe yeah. I did back yeah. then. A little cursy yeah. Eric. Shut up, Mom. It's <laughs> 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 fucking crazy. Watch this episode number two. and uh, Another crazy thing about that lady is that, uh, so her kids were into drag racing. Like, those drag cars with the big... I think they're called like silly cars or crazy yeah. cars, or something cars. like that. Funny cars, yeah, yeah. Like clown <laughs> so, cars, I don't know. So close, <laughs> hilarious cars, silly cars, <laughs> funny, crazy cars. Yeah, they they were in into that. So they had one of those, and every like week they would like turn it on, and like the whole neighborhood, blah, 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 yeah. like crazy, crazy loud. And then they bring it out into the street, you know, to like put it on their trailer and stuff. But that was like her house. It was like a known house in the neighborhood. That it was, yeah. She that it was very. That's cool that she played for the fucking. Yeah, she was like, you know, had the fucking all the shit still, and had a. She showed us her glove that she had, like all fucking old looking, (laughs) (laughs) just like her, leathered and weathered. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell where you start and where the glove glove stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the glove. Okay, it is on your hand. Mm, No wonder my your hand hand is. That's the glove. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why does your hand say Rawlings? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Rawlings tattoo. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's Baumgartner. Yeah, that's your last name was Baumgartner, not Rawlings. Not to mention Rowan Gardner, rookie of the year we talked about yeah. last week. Yeah, Rowan, Rowan Gardner, you're in. You're in. Garden hoser, hot. Get in here. Hot ice. Yeah, I need hot ice. Yeah, that was a throwback. We did, you see that last week. Yeah, so, yeah, rookie of the year. This is a good one. Yeah, there's yeah. so many great like uh, sport movies that yeah. you know just I don't know. Well, everybody loves that. Like, yeah. I think Major League is like a is my top echelon one though because mm. shot in Milwaukee at what I think was our better stadium, County Stadium, instead of Miller Park, 
and Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre is the best fucking yeah, he's sportscaster ever. He's like, funny he's, as fuck, too. Like, if you go on, like, YouTube, you can look up Bob Euchre, like, on, um, what is it? What, what was the talk show? He had a, a really good relationship with Johnny Carson, I believe. Yeah. And there's his, a lot of his, uh, really, like, he's fucking funny. He's a funny guy, and he's known for being one of the worst fucking professional baseball players. Like, but ever. he dubbed himself Mister Baseball. So yeah, like his yeah. Whole like he's just like self-deprecating. Like, you know, just, John, they, yeah, know, yeah. They, they cut him from the team, and I didn't even know I was cut from the team. I went back to the locker, and it was empty, and the, the bus drove off without me, and that's why I knew I wasn't with the Brewers yeah. anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he yeah. he is like the pinnacle of like like growing up, like hearing his voice. Like my dad would always have like the AM radio on. With his voice going and, you know, just... Yeah, that was us in Detroit with Ernie Harwell. Yeah. Uh, for we never heard of him because he's not as funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's not Mr. Baseball guy. He's not as good. Yeah. Uh, he also did all the Miller Lite. Like, it's funny, like, I don't know if it's just local propaganda, but, like, we're drinking Dos Equis here, but usually I'm a Miller Lite <laughs> guy, and I like the Brewers. I like that whole... I, I really like the state that we're from. I don't like to live there because I'm a fucking cold dude, and it's just the, the weather, but really... Growing up there is a great fucking place to raise a family. Absolutely, you just get yeah. like a good cross. Well, you know, Detroit's the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the suburbs that you're from. Yeah. <laughs> you're not Detroit, Detroit. Man, all that started from beards. <laughs> yeah. Shaking beards. show. Yeah, because we have a little, bit, a little bit of battery life left on this one. Um, as we're rapping. Rap. Yeah. We got a quick note, anyone? I don't want to get into. Chiropractor. Yeah, let me check no. that. Let me check these real quick. Just to see uh, what they actually have. Have you been to a chiropractor? No. Yeah, I think it's a fucking racket. I, I, gotta go to I that's what I was gonna say. I've heard. I've heard. I, have a great I feel like that. I the, I'm in worse. Well, okay. Let me ask you a question. When you go to your chiropractor appointments, how long are you there for? Here's the thing. In in, in the actual like you know session with them, forty five right. minutes to an hour. I had a I had a life changing. One. I saw you got that thing where they put it on your the, neck. And the they Y do, strap? And they do the yeah, yeah. That was fucking game that. changing. So so Dr. Tyler, my friend Tyler, um, he's fucking now huge. He's a, now he's your friend. Okay. Well, no, <laughs> what's, well so many Y straps are you into fucking, you're like, holy thing. He does man. Reiki too. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's, he started because he was, when I when I met him, he was just starting to like, on, on using the different social platforms and people were starting to know who he was. And my friend Freddie was like, yo, you got to go to this guy. He's game changer, the Y it's strap, all this stuff. Up. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he, but he's in Newport Beach off. or Manhattan Beach or something, and uh, I'm like, he's like, next time I go, I'll, we'll go together. I'm like, all right, cool. So I went there, and uh, and I've, I've gone to him twice, but now people travel from all over the world to come see him, mm. and he goes does a bunch of um, like he'll travel around and go do stuff for free and um and he's all about doing things properly and like telling you like people that are you know because um chiropractors get a bad rap because a lot of them maybe don't do the job properly as yeah, it sounds like yeah that's him that's him yeah. uh, so he he always he, whether it's like how to actually put your hands on a woman to like not be like, defensively <laughs> teach no, her a lesson or how not not to how to like be respectful because like if, if like how you have to get in there and put your arm yeah, around yeah. all that stuff so he's always like this is what i do or like <laughs> oh, to okay. teach other people and stuff and now he's you know he's amassed like millions of followers and stuff like that and now he's able to make an even bigger impact based on his videos that are like funny but also cool and then the thing when i went to him um i've always had like like some issues and stuff that I've been figuring out 
Um, but the main thing was the Y strap. When he did that, that's called the Y strap. The, the Y strap, yeah. And basically, your all of your your whole spine just fucking. And I could feel almost all the way down in my posture for the next like six months. I was like so much better. Really, and like even hurt to like go down. Yeah, see, yeah, like it, it was place. literally like it was it was life changing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I saw my guy, I'm in and out of there in five minutes, and yeah. I feel like it's just a fucking scam because I'm going there for a car accident. So just you know, doesn't like kung fu it. stuff on you, kind of yeah. slap, like that fake. You ever and see those fake kung fu videos? Yeah. Mm. Like he's <laughs> teaching how to do it. No, you just basically like just I get a, like a little bit like some electrolysis thing in my lower back, and it'll fucking crack my back and my neck, and then I'm literally out of there in like seven minutes. I'm like, how is this even? Yeah, like, like and they just check it off, like, oh, your insurance said exactly, exactly, yeah. and then I'm like. And, and and I feel like that's kind of the majority of them. So again, they do mm-hmm. fall in that kind of realm where yeah, they're physical therapist, sh- same thing. Exactly, a lot of like shitty ones fucking up the name for the. And that's good why ones. you have to find. So you have to do your research or like ask people or go further on the internet. I had the same thing with. Um, I had a um, what is it called? Basically, my shoulder blade on my right side. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was after we were working together initially, but um, I had a fuck. What is it called? Basically, like one of the muscles in my back wasn't working, so I had a winged scapula. Mm. So my my um, my shoulder blade on the right side was off, and I couldn't even do a push up. And I went in. I'm like, hey, listen, this is what's going on. Went to the doctor. Like, oh, it's good. physical therapist. And they went there. They're like, yeah, sometimes it heals, sometimes it doesn't. I'm like, okay. They're like, they try all these things. They put like the electronic thing. It's like moving things around, yeah. not doing anything. And I was there. I went there for like months. And I went back to Michigan. My sister's like, oh, I got to go to my guy, Bob. I'm like, okay. I went to Bob and he goes, he's like checking it out or whatever. He goes, lie down. And then he puts his his thumb through like my armpit and goes, uh, no way. It was a rib out of place. No way. And what, what I had for like two years of maybe thinking I was never going to be able to do a push up, couldn't even like, couldn't work out or anything. In uh, the a next rib day, out of place? Damn, 90, how much did that hurt? How long not at all. No, I'm saying no, like before, before yeah. like how it didn't, it, the rib didn't, it didn't, it didn't hurt necessarily. It's just like if I was trying to put, do a bench press or like push up like your rib and like, like, and I can show you pictures. How do you have a rib out of place? Cause so it's, like like in, it's like, in, it's like, it was under here. I don't know exactly what it is or how it was, but he's like, there's a specific thing that was out of place that when you push it back in the next day, I was 95% healed. Wow. And then it gets better. You, there's different workouts you can do for your wing scapula. But but I just thought like, oh, well, fuck. I mean, these doctors. Like That's just how I am now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure where, where it was. He had to get it, get all the way in there and just uh, like, and I didn't necessarily feel it, but he could feel it, what he was doing. Right. And like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, I'll see how that works. And the next day I was like, I wasn't even able to put my arm all the way up for like two years. And I was like, wow. well, I guess this is just what life is from now on. <laughs> but luckily there, and then there's, but then that's the same thing about Dr. Tyler. It's uh, Tyler Beggenhoe, I think it is. And, um, and then this guy, Bob, this physical therapist, there's like a group of them that do this better version of physical therapy or chiropractic, chiropractic, Chiropractics. <laughs> Chiropractics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that actually do like go above and beyond, not what it's like. All right, here, here's like the the basics, maybe and whatever. You're <laughs> yeah, because I went through that and every time I would get, I would just get so upset. It's like, why the fuck am I even going here, spending time? Like my insurance covered it, but it was like, all right, it's not doing anything. Dude, I feel like sometimes she'll just pop, and my neck will just like I was doing something that in my where I got cracked here, it shifted, and I'm like. And I had like that stiff neck feeling. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, you got a big like, ass head, though. I do you have a giant yeah. head? Yeah. <laughs> Your neck's over. You little narrow buddy. shoulders. You ever stuff. think about like so. deflating that a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think all that stuff is. Uh, <sighs> it, it, when you find the right one, that's why so many people tell the world about these guys because once 
once somebody does something like that to you that yeah. you feel like your whole life is never going to be the same well, and then they do that and you're and then you're fixed you're like everyone go there yeah so you like, definitely that's have to do your research with doctors and shit because i think a lot of people just they're like, I like because the they have a like doctor the the dice. in front of their name they're like oh he's a doctor they're smart they know what they're doing like no just like anything else like a mechanic or fucking anything else in life there's a fucking bunch of shitty ones out mm-hmm. there and i find like, all there's a bunch of real shitty ones the, uh, back to the Reiki though, so I had somebody. That, uh, <laughs> back to the Reiki no, for three episodes, episodes ago. <laughs> on a random, on a random Reiki referral, podcast. on a random referral, fucking uh, what's her face? Um, the chick that was in your oh. writing group, Esther. She oh, sent yeah. me to a like a Hasidic Jewish Reiki healer, and that I had a fucked up knee. It was twitching. My knee was like my it would spasm, and it felt like you know when you see in like New York like a a power cable just bouncing off the fucking brick wall. That's how my knee felt. Just like twitching and shit on its own. I'm like, well, that's not good. That was after you saw him? Before I saw him. <laughs> and then I went to his house in like the little like Jewish district down like, you know, Fairfax and shit. I'm laying on his dinner table, which I thought, I'm like, this is like, yeah, just like, all right, don't film this. 75, 75 bucks. I'm looking up at the ceiling. You can see. I remember you. Yeah. Like, cut uh, my wife open. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your camera off. Only pictures. You guys are hungry. Just like the, uh, is that a buck Just like the, the, the burn marks from the menorah on the ceiling. I'm like, this is just taking in the moment. I'm like, all right, I'm fucking here. I'm already, already paid for this shit. Let's just hope this guy How much it. was it? 75 bucks. Oh, and he takes out some magnets, starts going over. He knew. I didn't even tell him what I was there for. I just went up there and I was like, all right, you got some trouble. You have some trauma in your knee. And he starts going over it. And this is actually, I blew my but knee But Esther out. was the... Connection. She's one that put me she in. She didn't say, hey, he's got no I don't know problem. what she said to him. But it's funny because <laughs> like he, he actually, he actually was uh, like, no, I mean, he, was, he was very, yeah, man. I think there is some like, you know, spiritual element of shit where people can kind of be in tune to stuff that's going on with you. Because then he was like, he, he's doing this magnet thing over my knee. And then he's like, you, you did a lot of like, you know, pressure, a lot of like, you know, anxiety in your chest and like, some of the kids. And it was like, about that point in time, Rob and I were like together for a while. We're talking about dogs or kids and shit. And he, he picked up on that. And fixed my knee. And I haven't had a fucking problem on my knee since then. It was the most bizarre thing. Mm. I had three days. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years, Mark. No, but that's what that's I, I did muscle testing once. And I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. And muscle, test. muscle testing, basically they take like a vial and to show you that it works, they'll basically be like, Okay, hold this empty <laughs> vial. This vial work. <laughs> empty vial and they try to like push you over or, or like they like see how oh, strong like, you are. Yeah, like, and then they put like a cigarette in a vial and then it's like and how much more they can they can do it. Like I'm, huh? Is so it like it's a mental. Thing? It's not mental. It's muscle testing. So basically, how your body reacts to something negative for it. So a cigarette is doesn't do is not great for you. Interesting. Um, so by oh. doing that, you're able to like you're not as strong. They take that out of your hand, and then you're able to do it. It's it's fucking crazy. Wow. Some fentanyl so, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did like they did like wheat or like different things. They would try different things, and they test your muscles to see what you whey react protein in there. It's just yeah. Fucking it seems like one of those things like you ever see they have like the, the those tests that they'll take like um a, a person and they'll have them lay their hands on a table and then like there'll be like a board like that blocks like their vision for their other hand and then they'll come back to show and then it'll put huh and then magic castle comes up yeah. And yeah. <laughs> then a rabbit comes out and no like they, you see those guys oh, you can't see it and yeah. hit your hand yeah and they hit your hand and they're like oh that's more like, of a mind trick i yeah. think yeah but i wonder if that falls in like that same kind of thing where it's like because you've do you know what it's in your hand? Or they don't tell they, you? They, no, they do it. They do. And after like the first one, just to show you that it works, basically, I think is what, why they did this specific natural doctor did it that way. But um, eventually they did a bunch of different things to see. And then based on that, they like would prescribe uh, different supplements that would then help you balance out or whatever. Hmm. Um, so it was it was very fascinating. Um, at the time, I didn't I 
just took it for what it was like, ah, whatever, this is whatever. Yeah. And I didn't take all the supplements. But now as I, it is like, you talk about things like gluten and stuff like that, that like yeah. people think are fads. You guys know, have you guys heard about like why gluten is so bad or wh- what gluten is doing? Because it's popular now. No. So that's what a lot of people think. So, so at least this is what I heard from, this is, I forget who initially I saw some interview. So right before a harvest, it would rain sometimes and then the crops would mold so that they wouldn't be able to use them. They'd lose all this money. So they're like, haha, let's do this instead. Let's spray Roundup on everything and it absorbs the moisture and now we can fucking still make all the money. And that's what gluten-free bread is? No, in 2005, <laughs> no, no. In 2005, he said you could draw, I forget who it was exactly. You could draw a red line across 2005. My psoriasis started in 2006 and so basically people started thinking like oh gluten it's a fucking hollywood fad but really we were being poisoned based on spraying roundup to absorb the rain water so that these crops don't mold and so that they don't lose all the money but now they're poisoning us so now we have allergies to those things and then now you can for- sell you some allergy medication so now bam 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 well now, money. Th- now you have all this these problems because of gluten but it's because when you go you can go eat gluten in fucking in europe because they don't poison you over there but w- how they poison us and they poison uh, us across the board with so all what the is food gluten? we have like so so, so now when it's gluten free, so now that the thing that based on spraying the Roundup on the crops, and I'm not fucking, this is not all, right. you know, I yeah. didn't come up with this. This is something I it's heard. Shit, shit, here. shit for brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. But, um, but that's when he said it and he's draw a red line across 2005 or 2006. And I was like, holy shit. That's when I first had psoriasis on my left nipple. I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And now it's everywhere based on now I have to do a gluten free diet, sugar free and dairy free diet. Free now. Mm-hmm. Um, but people think it's such a, it was just a, oh, it's a Hollywood fad or whatever, but it's really because we're being poisoned based on that. And then we're having a gluten allergy because of that. So then they remove the gluten and now it's more expensive to, to buy that bread. Mm. But now they're making more money on that. So but at least it's better bread for you. should just be called like poison free bread. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Zero poison. And one on that. Zero poison. Do you guys have poison free bread here? We do. We do have poison free bread. No poison in our bread. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I think a, a lot of the, the food is definitely got some poison in it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see but with Roundup, all the fucking all the these beers are poison like, free though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. there's no gluten here. That's the thing. I drink all this wheat bread, this wheat beer. I'm like, yeah, uh, half of Eisen, I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Blue Moon, <laughs> give me seven. Uh, Is that whole grain? Mm, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not on my watch. My tummy gets a little funny with the grain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me nine more beers. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that there is a very small portion of the population that know about that and maybe how, or they are, do actually have a gluten allergy. I think the other half do it just because it's like, Oh, oh it's good. For it's you. a yeah. fad. It's a fad. And they don't know. Or like I'm, I'm keto, vegan, gluten, yeah. soy, so many like toast. fad diets and things that are just absolute horseshit. That what uh, can I eat? I fucking don't know. Water. I yeah. just need something in front of me. That's not bad for me. I don't eat that. Yeah, I mean, so hey. I have meal my my meal plans to show I get 12, 12 meals a week that show up gluten free, dairy free, sugar free. I don't have to think about anything. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. If you have that many like like dietary restrictions, it, it can get a little tricky. But or you can watch Adventure Dumb and then learn how to eat that way. Learn how to Make eat French toast food. and turkey burgers every day, multiple mm-hmm. times a day, and lose weight. Mm-hmm. Stay in shape for the trail. People. Have toe socks. Do the plugs. I got to take a leak. All right, just want to know that on this podcast, Daddy's got to pee. I think we can do the tags before you pee. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to piss your pants. Afterwards. I'm just going to fucking <laughs> roll out of here. Yeah, try to get out of here, man. Try to get oh, out. Yeah, 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 we got yeah, bathroom yeah, right there, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah.
We're going to make you piss your pants on the podcast. Pissy pants I'm podcast. Man, I'm already call it. <laughs> Twitch, yeah. All right. Um, Tony Pieces Pants podcast. I'm Eric Russler. You can go check more stuff about me on adventuredumb.com, on the YouTubes, on the Instagrams, or Eric Russler on any of those. Just do the quick Googles. I uh, also have a page called Audio Underdog. I'm going to start posting some music stuff on there. I do music as well. Mail Adele. Uh, Mail Adele. And, uh, Tell about your sports team that you're starting. It's me. Yeah, it's called uh, the Sandlotters. <laughs> Sandalots. Uh, Sandalots. Um, but yeah, that's me. Uh, and what about you, Tony? Tony Klein Comedian at Tony Klein Comedian on all the social medias and TonyKleinComedian.com, which is a non-updated website, which I will be updating, so look forward to that. Uh, you want me to update it for you? I would love for is you to Is this Squarespace? That. What is it? It's uh, MySpace. You know, it's really... <laughs> it's, I mean, it's I know it's your space. space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have the, I have the uh, TikToks, go too. Daddy, go daddy. I, did, I just started the TikToks. He's tiktok over your people. At, uh, Please Marcus don't say it like that. Marcus encouraged me to uh, do the TikToks, which has been... Uh, it's not that the hard to learn says, it's just For everyone that's scared to start a TikTok, it's pretty much the same upload process for, like, Eric, Instagram Reels. Let him fucking do his right. promo. Okay. Yeah. And Mark Rodriguez. All right, that's right. My promo... Uh, Mark Rodriguez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, slower, slower, yeah, slower. You can also find us Rodriguez. at uh, Mastermind Media. That's Mastermind with a Y. Did I ever tell you why I called it with Mastermind with a Y? <laughs> why, Mark? <laughs> I don't know why. Good question. Um, we actually used the Wu Tang name generator. Right now. <laughs> and uh, we did, we really? did. That's how we got it. But they didn't have the Y, but the I was already taken, so we with a Y, but now we've made a whole thing from it. Um, speaking of why, did you ever think? No, that's the show. Thank you for watching the Tony and Eric show. Yeah, yeah Tony and Eric. Show. You got a name. Have a name, everybody. Yeah, Eric and Tony it. show. Whatever. Yeah, the Eric and Tony show. Eric and Tony show. We're, We're keeping an alphabetical logo. order. Yeah. Oh, E T P. E T P. No, E T S. Yeah. E T. I'm dumb. Eric. Letters. Yeah. Thank you for watching, and good day. We appreciate you. How's it going, Tony?